Nice. Well, all right. And number 10, Prof, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear St. Peter say when you reach the pearly gates? <laughs> That's what I want to hear. I want to hear the window sound effect. I want to hear, I want to hear you've got mail. <laughs> this is the uh this is the only question that we've kept from uh from james lipton uh it, it predicates obviously on like a, a religious belief in yeah, right. an afterlife All right, bro. <laughs> this has been the list of ten. The list of ten. Prof, it's been a pleasure having you uh, the last couple of years be on the Oddball Show. I'm excited to see what you do after the Oddball Show. I hope you come back to the Oddball Show real soon and update us in the next couple months and see where. Blind Rhino is, and uh, what is going on with Dr. Prof Esquire. You are uh, a great person, man, and uh, thank you so much. For, well, uh, thank you, brother. It has yeah. really been my uh, my honor and privilege to be part of the Oddball Show, and uh, there's been a, a lot I've learned here, and uh, thank you to all our listeners for tuning in, and keep tuning in for uh, extraordinary people with extraordinary stories. Uh Jason will certainly not deprive you of that. Uh, but thank you very much, Jason. It's been it's been great. It really has. Yes. All right, Professor. Thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, we'll, we'll talk uh, mental health, art, and human experience. So this has been the Oddball Show. It's been a long show, but it's been a good one. And one that I won't soon forget. So um, thanks, Prof, for being on the show. And we'll see you real soon. This is the Oddball Show, a podcasting collaboration from JP Lamb Productions and Oddball Magazine. Um, so we're going to close out now. Um, you know, it's been it's been a wild ride with Prof. Um, been four or five years um and prof you know what you've never done what have i never done you've never done the list of 10 oh yeah. oh yeah. i see what you oh i yeah. see what you're doing here yeah yep yep I'm, I'm picking up now what you're putting so, down here. here we go here we go so prof the list are you, of are 10 are you ready for the list of 10 I, I, I kind of have to believe that I'm not ready. Okay, all right. Based so on James Lipton inside the Actors Studio, uh, based on Bernard Pivot's apostrophe, based on the Proust questionnaire, are you ready, Prof? It's something that I that Prof got from James Lipton, and I got it from Prof, and it is a oddball show tradition. Prof, are you ready <laughs> For the list of 10. No, I'm not, but please proceed. Okay, here we go. The list of 10! <laughs> Professor. Yes. 
what time and place would you like to be if not here and now? <sighs> okay, so the okay, so there's one time it, you know, time period that obviously I would I'd hearken to my musical tastes and uh my political tastes, the like the seventies. So somewhere in there, uh you know, the, the late 60s, early into the early 70s is probably my favorite, but then you have like a crazy time at the end of the 70s. So uh, there in order to enjoy music, and so probably you would, you know, I drop myself down in the middle of San Francisco. Uh, but I don't know. So the thing I think about that is I don't know that I would want to be a different time, even though our time is a hellish alternate universe time. I don't know yeah. that like I would pick my I would pluck myself out and put myself in a different time. I would love to visit. I love to time travel. I love to like oh, yeah. see other times. But yep. like if I th- so I think about being like a like a, a warrior in in ancient Rome or something like that. I don't know that I'd want to do that instead of my present life. Even though I have aspirations for my life as it stands to be much greater. I don't know that I'd want to be like a uh in a more savage but black and white time. I like the nuance of modern life. I'd probably push myself ahead 30 years into the the hellish, like 50 years maybe, into the hellish futurescape, hoping that the, the, the multiverse timeline that I ended up on was the one where we're like, all right, things are going to be bad, but we figured out alternate energy. We figured out how to have, you know, many of the countries in the world connect and not, just be like stupid and, and still warring with all of each other. We figured out how not to have like uh, tyrants. Like we, we can get them out of office and out of power because we're not dumb like we are now. So I yeah. would probably push myself ahead 50 years to see. Cause like I said, I like the nuance of modern communication and like, I love all of the shit that makes us all so ugly and complicated. It's just, we took it and turned it like we 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 know the things that 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 fuck us up right we're like oil is bad <laughs> ultimately it runs all our cars we need it for now but we know it's terrible and destroying the environment we know that we are like killing ourselves with just putting chemicals into the world and into the water and air except we just kind of keep doing it so like we know the stuff that we're doing bad uh it, which makes us awesome and amazing and intelligent, except we're just like, you know, ignoring it. I would like to see the time. I like to jump ahead. To, if, if not here now, I like to be in the timeline. That's 50 years in the head that like, you know, there's, obviously this problem still exists because it's existing now, but we got a handle on it. We didn't have, you know, crazy, crazy yeah. orange man as our president. Like we, we diverted and I'm, and I'm telling you, it wasn't Hillary or, Trump. It was. It was maybe like Bush. Maybe that was the t- alternate timeline. Yeah. Was we got we diverted and got Bush, and we got the Iraq War, and like all kinds of shit happened. So maybe there was another timeline there. So, but fifty years ahead from now, I think that's where I'd be. That is Damn. brilliant, man. No one has ever gone future. No one has ever gone future with with, with the list of ten. The with, future. Uh, with time and place, no one would ever say future. I would. People well, especially not now, man. Like how, like New York, L.A., in the seventies, eighties, brilliant. Seventies are amazing. From from an artistic standpoint, man. Yeah. Imagine being Hunter Thompson, like 
1971. That's, oh, yeah. that's a great person to be. Whew. Yeah. Whew. I mean, I wouldn't be able to have my present family, I imagine, but I have. I, that's that's something. You're like out on the edge of awesome rock and beautiful art music being made every moment and you're writing about it that's what i want to do but i don't know if i would trade it for like having the internet (laughs) people say that the that this this time of year this time of life yes it's chaotic yes it is sometimes mediocre sometimes it is but you could do amazing things in a second you could be somebody different tomorrow you could fucking invent like you could in a second impact humanity like in a second you could record a video that makes a million makes billions of people change how they think about life and they would see it like that's that's the power that we have now so like i don't know that i would give up anything to go back to to give up any of that power yeah like yeah. it's accessible to every like the 90s some of that power we had tv we had some internet and like that power was accessible to some people but now it's accessible to, i can record a video on my computer sitting here right now and if i find a way to make it cut through people it'll change the world like that that's the power yeah. that exists so i don't know yeah. that i would change that for anything i would go back i would do, live in a different time for anything you know? oh wow okay great Number two. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Jesus. All right, I'll shorten yeah. them. Uh, I promise. Prof, no, do not. Do not, No one puts baby in the corner. All right. Number two. <laughs> what is the greatest advice you've ever received? Man, I wish there was one like succinct thing that like I had a professor or something that like told me. Yeah. Some, but what? Uh, when it comes to this, it always my dad always comes to mind, and my dad is a wise dude, um, who I try to, as a dad, being a dad is one of my favorite things. Uh, as a dad, I try to imagine the things, the pieces of truth that I want to make sure that I impart and aren't forgettable. And so, like my dad, like two things always strike me. They're just small ones, but like if you're pushing that hard, something is wrong. And usually, that means like when I'm like actually struggling with something physical, but it also uh, it's like a metaphoric thing. So that if you're working hard enough at something that you're frustrating yourself and you're like uh, freaking out or you're, you're like causing yourself pain, just something is probably wrong. It's something you should assess about the situation that you should change. Mm. The other one for my dad is um, uh, you, you, uh, you lose nothing by asking, which is like one part of it. And for me, the corollary to that is you lose everything by not asking. So this this entire world is built on the idea that you go out and get what you want. And what and for some people, that means being like an asshole, being overly aggressive and taking. But that works for some people. That does work. Like you yeah. can be an aggressive person in this world and and make it. You could also be several steps before that and be aggressive and like look out for number one. We're, we're taught as since we're kids to, that you're supposed to look out for everybody else before yourself. And that's true. Like that's a good, true value. But then there's some balance between looking out for yourself and figuring out how to make your way in this world before you're too old to not be anything. Uh, and, and looking out for everybody else. So there's some balance there, but you lose everything by not going out and advocating for yourself and not, asking for things, 
taking things, taking what is yours, uh, demanding things that are supposed to be yours, you lose everything by not doing that. So that to me is the one, like, you lose, you lose nothing by asking is my greatest advice. And then I add to it, you lose everything by not asking. Wow. Wow. All right. Thanks, bro. Uh, number three, what would your superpower be? Uh, a flight. Uh, so yeah. when, we, when we ask this question, almost everybody says flight yep. and maybe this dude is it's just the number one. Everybody wants to fly. You're a human. There's so many powers, There's so many powers as a, as a nerd and as a comic book fan, like it's either for me, either flight or be a crazy, like a psychic powers. Like yeah, professor yep. X, that would be yep. amazing. Control things and people with your brain. I can, I can like almost fathom it. it like it, it makes some deep level sense to me, uh, but it also is like an amazing power. But really, I want to fly. I want to be able to go outside and like just take off from my feet and and fly. So it's it's yeah. it's fly. All right, all right. I mean, I'm I like to have more than one. But if I only had one. I mean, I remember those. I mean, when you have a dream where you are flying. It is yep. weird and supernatural and cool. It's great. Sort of scary. Like you can't, but if you learn how to fly in your dreams, beautiful. Awesome. All right. Number four, Biggie or Tupac? I love Biggie, but I am a Tupac guy and I always have been. Just, just am. Tupac is the truth. Uh, uh, they're both in my top five. So, you know, Every every hip hop fan has a top five. Biggie is definitely my top five. He's amazing, uh, amazing amount of uh, cultural influence in only really two albums. Uh, you know, yeah, he, had time, yeah. he had time before the first album. He had like you know there was there was more than just the two albums, but uh, amazing influence in that time. Amazing, you know, an all friends performer and lyricist, uh, but. Tupac is the truth. Every word he spits feels like it should, it like couldn't be changed or, or like didn't come from anywhere, but a fountain of, of just spitting hip hop truth. So like, and he, there's no person still alive really who has recorded more music than Tupac and he's been dead a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah, I, I'm a Tupac man through and through. All right. Uh, number four and a half. <laughs> Kanye or no Kanye? I I I think no Kanye is certainly not an option. Like that is yeah, not. Really. So if if, if it's gonna be, wait, 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 zero, wait, wait, wait. is it Kanye? College dropout Kanye? College. I mean that that's uh, old old Kanye and new Kanye is an interesting question because well, that's, that's oh yeah that's, yeah, a yeah. Of, that's a matter of preference you know and, oh yeah, yeah yeah old Kanye new Kanye or no Kanye yeah see that that's the real question and so no Kanye is not not a uh, option for me I think Kanye is a brilliant artist uh, I love Kanye he has created like I those first three albums are all hip hop classics to me have all got the accolades that they absolutely deserve. I think they're all best rap albums. All, at least one of the three is best is album of the year. I can't remember, but uh, he's a brilliant artist and continues to keep trying to like find like the thing I 
New Kanye is a double-edged sword for me. I don't like him because he is an asshole, but thinks that his assholeness is like is the thing, is the truth. But it's not. Yeah, you were yeah. you were also at the same time as you're being an asshole, searching for truth. You need to be able to separate those two, and like, uh, he can't. Like, he just thinks that like, or as far as we've seen, who the fuck knows? We always see like we see the tip of the iceberg with with Kanye. His whole his, he lives a whole life that we don't see, but he seems like a guy that like, check it out, I'm being an asshole. And that is cool because not enough people are assholes, but a lot of people are assholes. And it's not really that cool. It's not really that true or interesting. The other stuff that you're doing, the art that you're trying to create is true and interesting. But even your assholeness shines through in some of that. So old Kanye is, is pure, purer to me as far as the artist. But I wouldn't give up new Kanye. I wouldn't give up like... You don't know Sway. I wouldn't give up that that Kanye. <laughs> you don't know I mean, Sway. Wouldn't you know Sway? I, I wouldn't right. give. I wouldn't give up like creating sh- terrible looking shoes that people pay a thousand dollars. You know, paid multiple hundred dollars mm. for, uh, mm-hmm. because that's that's this life. That's this this world. So like, of course, Kanye's got to be a part of that. It's got to be part of that fabric. I'm not gonna like it most of the time, but I'll accept it, and I won't judge you for trying to make your way in this crazy fucking world as a person who's yeah. already an icon. So, What I like about Kanye is the evolution of Kanye. And we will talk about that at another time. Because I feel like <laughs> Kanye has evolved from college dropout to Dark Twisted Fantasy, to Yeezy, to um, you know. I remember, I remember Through the Wire. I remember seeing that video, hearing that song. I was in college. I was like a I think I was already in UMass, so I was like a couple of years into college. But uh, yep, I remember hearing that, and hearing that was tight. But that was a very young and different kind. That was pre all of that shit. So yeah, that was a hungry kind. I know. I remember that evolution. I was a hungry Kanye back then. Hungry. All right, number five. Because his job was wired. He couldn't eat a lot of. Food. I know, right? He was drinking, drinking. Sip, sip, Somebody sip, ordered pancakes. I just sipped a scissor. That's a fucking brilliant line, dude. There are some times that he's fucking brilliant in his simplicity. Sip, sip, sipping on some scissor was a huge fucking song. That's a fucking brilliant line because, of course, you can only sip the scissor. (laughs) That's dope. But he was also saying, like, uh, ordering uh, something for dessert, ordering uh, boost for dessert, whatever. All right. Um, uh, who is your favorite person? Number five. Who's your favorite person? My favorite person. I wish that I could like pick a historical person and like or an artist that I thought was like the dopest. Uh, but it's 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 not. It's either my wife or my son, and they vary from day to day. <laughs> it's one of the two. <laughs> any given day. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. All right, number six. Here we go. What is your quest? What a good question. (laughs) It's like a troll living under a bridge. Like somebody, somebody asked, I I need to get somewhere after I answer this question. Uh, I I think. Hey there, all you mammals and Martians. This is Prof from the Oddball Show. If you've been tuning into our preposterous podcast and like what you've been hearing, 
why not pop over to iTunes and leave us a review? iTunes not your thing? Well, then come on over and follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Buzzsprout. Learn more about who we are at oddballmagazine.com and jplineproductions.com. Link up with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Send us a tasteful yet inspiring postcard, or just give us a holler in your nearest CB radio, good buddy. On behalf of Jason Wright and myself, thanks for listening to The Oddball Show, and stay tuned. I think my quest is to find little pieces of truth in the world, in the universe, and sew them together somehow. So the whole time that I'm doing, that I'm making art, or I'm writing anything, or I'm like pursuing or, or looking through anything, I'm looking for like the pieces of universal truth that are like gonna guide me or guide Leo. So I'm just trying to sew those all together, and I think somehow that's gonna be the thing that will be my artistic legacy and maybe not like but it'll be at least be the principles that'll be going for so like as i write raps or write anything else if you're guided by some kind of truth that we don't all yet get that we're reaching for we're trying to reach for something smaller universal boiled down about us uh i think that pursuit will lead me to good places in my art at the very least uh so yeah trying to find those little those little nuggets of real truth real boiled down truth uh and then sewing them together ah man that's that's beautiful all right number seven fill in the blank all you need is all you need is uh so like love is a good one love is love is a very true one like you you could get by on just love it's powerful enough uh i mean but i don't know if that's that's my thing i think all you need is like a, is a dream or a focus or a goal uh it, but really you need the you need what you really need all you need is the drive to achieve something yeah Definitely. You know, because you could have all those things. I have all those things, but it, sometimes it's the drive or like the vision to to get there that, that holds me back. So, the drive to achieve is really all you need. There you go. All right. <laughs> My wife is like kicking me out of bed. All right, number eight: rock, paper, or scissors. <laughs> uh as a writer, I want to say paper, but it's rock. It's just rock. It's just rock. it is. All right. Number nine, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I, uh, I want to be somebody great. So I know that I'm destined for greatness. I say that often to, like, to my wife. <laughs> like I know that I'm destined for great. Like that phrase is my thing. Uh, I want to be somebody great. So there are a lot of different ways that, that can happen. There are a lot of different timelines still you know, proceeding from this spot in my life that I could find that greatness, but that's, I need to find my greatness on this planet. Uh, that, that's what I want to be when I grow up with somebody great. Nice. Well, all right. And number 10, Prof, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear St. Peter say when you reach the pearly gates? <laughs> that's what I want to hear. I want to hear the window side effect. But I want to hear, you've got mail. 
<laughs> this is the uh this is the only question that we've kept from uh from james lipton uh it, it predicates obviously on like a, a religious belief in yeah, right. an afterlife and be a gatekeeper in like in, you know things this is catholicism you know i, I was born protestant so i don't yeah. believe in saints i guess like we have them we don't do much with them we don't really believe in St. Peter at the pearly gates. That's a Catholic thing over Protestant, but whatever the, the image is great. And I think it, it applies to everybody. Um, I think I'd like to hear him say, uh, listen, we could send you back. We could, <laughs> we're, or we're going to send you back. Uh, would you like to know all the things that you know or not? <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job but we're sending you back just so you know you could know everything or you couldn't i'd like to hear him give me that choice because wow. i'm at the as a nine in numer numerology like i'm at the end of my life cycle here like my my soul is supposed to expire after this 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 turn around the the universe but like i got a lot more to fucking do so yeah. maybe St. Peter could just send me back for one more round and he could just, you know, like it's my bonus round uh, and I could know all the stuff I know and I could like make myself into an emperor or something. Uh, but I'd like to hear him like have me just point back and look at it and go, we could send you back. Is that what you want? <laughs> all right. All right, Bob. <laughs> this has been the list of 10. The list of ten. 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 Prof, it's been a pleasure having you uh, the last couple of years be on the Oddball Show. I'm excited to see what you do after the Oddball Show. I hope you come back to the Oddball Show real soon and update us in the next couple months and see where Blind Rhino is and uh, what is going on with Dr. Prof. Esquire, you are a, a great person, man, and uh, thank you so much for. Well, thank uh, you, brother. It's, yeah. it's really been my uh, my honor and privilege to be part of the Oddball Show, and uh, there's been a, a lot I've learned here. And uh, thank you to all our listeners for tuning in, and keep tuning in for uh, extraordinary people with extraordinary stories. Uh, he, Jason will certainly not deprive you of that, uh, but thank you very much, Jason. It's been. It's been great. It really has. Yes. All right, Professor. Thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, we'll, we'll talk uh, mental health, art, and the human experience. So this has been the Oddball Show. It's been a long show, but it's been a good one. And one that I won't soon forget. So um, thanks, Prof, for being on the show. And we'll see you real soon. Peace. Peace. This is the Oddball Show, a podcasting collaboration from JP Line Productions and Oddball Magazine. Hey there, all you mammals and Martians. This is Prof from the Oddball Show. If you've been tuning into our preposterous podcast and like what you've been hearing, why not pop over to iTunes and leave us a review? iTunes not your thing? Well then come on over and follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Buzzsprout. Learn more about who we are at oddballmagazine.com and jplineproductions.com. 
Link up with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Send us a tasteful yet inspiring postcard, or just give us a holler in your nearest CB radio, good buddy. On behalf of Jason Wright and myself, thanks for listening to The Oddball Show, and stay tuned.